Hi guys, welcome to the penultimate episode, episode hey, five. Yay. We are talking about wigs, weaves, and hair as political statements. Yes. This is Nana talking. And I'm Nyasha. Okay guys, so I wore a wig for the first time mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. There's a wig story. Tell There's us. a wig story. Tell us your wig story. There's We're a listening. wig story. So I think I've, n- I've never had a weave. I'm that black girl who's never, ever had a weave. I've had tracks once. Okay. I got is a, this when you were relaxed? This is when I was relaxed. Mm-hmm. Yes. It was the long Brazilian straight. You can I get tracks for Afro hair, just saying. Just I know. Putting it out there for those of you who need <laughs> to know that. Um, yeah, that was that was tracks at 18. And then I think maybe the year after, so maybe 19, I wanted an ombre wig. Mm-hmm. I went to a, I went to a salon for that one. She didn't do a very good job. So mm-hmm. I took it off the day after. Um, but last year... I got a wig for the, like a proper made wig for the first time. And it was one of those Instagram wig makers, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. The ones you pay big money for. So me, I was expecting big quality. Mm-hmm. Something similar happened before then. I did a wig making course. It was another one of those Instagram wig people. Mm-hmm. Um, came from America. Big money wig course. Mm-hmm. Not big money on quality. Mm-hmm. So I now go into this new wig maker last year really excited i'm like my first wig custom made i was very disappointed for many different reasons i remember asking her for a fringe Mm -hmm. i'm very specific about hair look so i don't want you to be looking at the front of my hair the whole time i don't want you to see the cloche i don't want you to see the parting Mm -hmm. she said to me it couldn't be done it could be done i did it myself Mm -hmm. but aside from that the quality of the wig Mm -hmm. was not good Mm mm-hmm well, how was the hair? The hair was good, mm. but the quality of the wig making itself was not great. Right. What the wig did allow me to do, though, was to have a protective style, mm-hmm. which it, it was it was what I needed at the time. I needed the protective style. I needed to put my hair away. It benefited me that way. But what really interested me was the comments. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you're not natural anymore? Mm, mm. you don't love your hair anymore like why are you why are you doing this Mm -hmm. i had to explain and give a reason for a personal decision i had made about my hair yeah why do we do this okay just just before i say anything i just want to know what i'm not being um i'm not being awkward yes i just want to know where were these comments coming from were they coming from they were black or were they coming oh, from yes black because i don't like to talk color but sometimes we need to talk color because before we can change the minds of externals right we need to change who we are as a community right so when people feel that it's okay for them to be asking questions like that yes you have to think okay what's the thought behind that right. behavior um before we even go any further yeah yeah the ones that were negative were black mm-hmm. i had my managers who were white i had my roommates who were eastern european coming to me asking questions but it was genuine fascination it's mm-hmm. like how did you do this mm-hmm. your head did not look like this the day before like mm. which so, we might do if yes. we see a japanese person wearing the japanese you yeah. know like that geisha look yes. and you look at their their shoes and you're like, how do you walk in that yes yeah it no was that kind of fascination. i got it. it was like a curiosity it wasn't it wasn't in a negative way. It wasn't shady. It wasn't shady. Okay. But our people, our girls, mm-hmm. the black commenters, mm-hmm. it was shade. And it's ha- loaded. Yeah, yeah. Um, again, uh, this is a space where we are going to have uncomfortable conversations. Mm-hmm. 
but we're trying to do it with love and with grace. Mm -hmm. Because if we don't address these issues and we keep sweeping them under the carpet, it's going to repeat itself. Right. And even the kids who are young today, like 5, 10, 11, going on, they're going to repeat the same mistakes. Yes, so definitely. for those of you who haven't listened to the episode on the elephants, go back and go learn back. from the lessons. Just go, go back. back and learn from the elephants. Okay, for most of my life I've been natural because I think I got my first relaxer when I was probably nine, 18, 19. Okay. I was 19. And by 21, I was in locks. Mm-hmm. So I had locks for a very long time. I should have kept my locks, actually. They would be dragging the floor by now. (laughs) (laughs) But that's a different story. Um, So then I had locks for a very long time. And then I cut the locks off and I went back to relaxer. Now, my reason for relaxing my hair that time, so that was up 2007, I cut off my locks and I relaxed it. The reason I relaxed it was I was uncomfortable at that particular moment in my life having hair so short because when I wanted to get my locks, Again, the power of recommendation. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Phineas from Harare. <laughs> Phineas was my loctician. Right. And I went to Phineas because of people that went to Phineas. So he had gorgeous locks, mm-hmm. but he kept his short and he was just amazing. Because one of my mom's terms and conditions was, you're not having locks that look some type of way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What we're not going to do is have dreadlocks that look yes. like you don't come from a home. Right. I think she realized at this point that it was better than me relaxing my hair because she's not really keen on that. She's never had a perm in her 60-odd years. She's okay. never done that. Never. So I went there and I was relaxed. So he said to me, stop retouching your hair okay and then come and see me when you've got this length and he was like okay go home and twist your hair Mm -hmm. tiny little twists twist your hair and then come back and see me so then I went back when I had the right length of hair and it was twisted and he said to me your twists are thin enough for me to just lock your hair so he just cut the relaxer in all the bits so I had a situation going on so it looked like a pick and drop okay where the relaxer was out, but whatever. And then he cut off the relaxer and he installed my locks for okay. me and did all that. So when I had the short hair, right. it was fun because it was like, oh, I've got locks though, <laughs> even though they're short. Because yeah. I've always I've always had long hair all my life. Right. So for me to go from having hair to suddenly not having hair, it was like, oh, well, it's locks. I've got yeah. locks now. <laughs> like I'm channeling my inner Bob Marley. <laughs> um, and then I cut my locks for reasons we shan't discuss because I had to have therapy over this. Okay but I wasn't ready for the short hair. Right. Again, just because my locks were very long and they were were gorgeous. No, they were. (laughs) Even if I say so myself, they were gorgeous. (laughs) I shall have to post a picture to Instagram one of these days just so you can see that I had nice locks. (laughs) But anyway, moment of showing off over. I then relaxed my hair 2007. But by 2009, I have a child. Okay. And she was a certain age by that time. And she, I had straight hair. Kids at school had straight hair. Like, they straight hair in her life. Right. And straight hair became a standard of beauty for her. Right. And that concerned me. Because then I thought, well, what am I teaching her? What am I saying? What is all this? So I started to really think deeply about it, 2009. Okay. 
and I stopped relaxing my hair 2010 okay. and I eventually I transitioned I transitioned I didn't start off with a with a big chop I transitioned and the relaxer just fell out and shout out to a lady called Alma um she was the only person at the time who blogged about natural hair in a sensible okay. informed way one of the ogs she is the only og <laughs> the only one she yeah. wasn't a hairdresser she wasn't but she was very intentioned to what she was doing she was very methodical and and she was sharing her journey and her experiences and very open very honest but she would dig deep right she wasn't in it because it was a trend and because it was a money maker I'm not saying everybody mm -hmm. else is doing that, but there's a lot of people who are just, you just how. spewing stuff yeah. that's not helping where we're trying to go. So Alma was very informed. Right. And that kind of gave me the confidence to think, it's okay. We're going to get through this. Right. And I started to embrace. I would read and she would recommend so much other material to sort of look into. So I would go off and read beauty books and stuff. This is before I'd done hairdressing. Right. Shout out to Harari Mbama. Okay. She's a beauty blogger. Well, right. she was a beauty blogger. She's now doing something else. And I miss her blog so much because Harari Mbama has a Zuda, what we call a Zuda in Harare, right? Okay. So Harari Mbama, she's like a pretty girl from Harare. Okay. And she was based in Australia. Right. And she has a bald head. Okay. She's channeling that Grace Jones yes. thing, but she made it work. So she helped me to think, okay, I can cut my hair. Mm -hmm. And be okay. Right. But I wasn't ready to do that. So that didn't happen. So I used other means. So then I had my hair braided. I did this. I did that. And then the relaxer just eventually outgrew. And then I wound up with six inches of natural hair. And mm. then I had an incident with one of the people that was doing my hair at the time. After the incident with the braider that right. we spoke about. So if you haven't heard that, go back and go listen back, to that. <laughs> because then I went to a person that I was paying because they were trained. And right. I said, well, look, this is what I want to do. I want to be natural. I want my child to be natural. I don't want to do the keratin and all these other things because I did the keratin blow dry. Mm -hmm. We'll talk about that some other Another time. time. <laughs> and, um, and so it was like, okay, um, can you please go and do a course? Because I, I, I'm trained in other beauty yes. faculties. Okay, right. so I know that beautician, anybody who works in the beauty industry, like many other industries, every year you go and you do some courses so that you're up to date with mm. what is current, what is new. You go to the beauty show, you do all those things. And the stylist in question turned around and said, oh, it's okay, I'll learn from YouTube. And I thought, girl, you're playing me. Mm. You're going to take my money, mm -hmm. my money, and then tell me exactly what I can find out for myself at home? That is it. How 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 rude is yeah. that? You're charging me and you as a trained hairdresser are learning from people on YouTube right. who are not trained. Which was a bit of the problem I had from the wig making course that I took because actually I could have just gone on YouTube and learned that same exactly. information. Exactly. That, that person is not a wig maker Yeah. because a trained wig maker does not do things like that. Yeah. They measure you, they measure your head, or yeah. they, if they do it online, they tell you how to measure. And again, look, shout out to Kani, my wig maker. She <laughs> hooks me up. She trained where I trained. Okay. So if you go to people who have certification, and there is nothing wrong with asking people, where did you get your certification from? Right. Ask them. Because anybody that you're handing money over to, because they're professional, yeah. 
they're proud and they're happy to show you their certification. If they're not certified, mm -hmm. you're buying into Instagram fame. Yes. Guys. And it's, do you know what? It's okay. Let them do it because y'all just want to pay people for things that are shortcut, shortcut. That's yeah. fine. Some of you don't. Some of you don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. So if you don't want to be paying your money over for disappointment, learn to ask people, where are you certified? How did you get your certificate? So where did you train? Yes. Simple conversation. Yes. So where did you train? They should be able to tell you mm -hmm. because after that person turned around and said, I will learn from YouTube. I thought, right, there goes my recommendation mm -hmm. because you're unsafe and you've got damaged hair. I should have known. Right. <laughs> All your clients are identifiable by their consistent hair damage. Right. Okay. So these are warning signs that I didn't pick up on because I hadn't trained in hair. Mm -hmm. So it's okay. I've learned now. <laughs> and I know better. Yes. And so... It's, it's one of those things where getting back to what we're talking about, we talk about wigs and weaves, right? <laughs> I then started wearing wigs because I needed a protective style. Okay. So after I trained and I was doing stuff, I don't have enough time to handle my own hair. Yeah. I don't have anybody I trust close enough to me to entrust my hair to them anymore mm -hmm. and say, oh, okay, come into my hair. The, the People I do know who've trained with me and who've trained where I trained, World of Braiding and Extensions in South End. Say it again because I don't know World of it. Braiding and Extensions. If you're interested in a career in hair, go and get trained well. They are Javier right. certified, approved, everything. Just go there and learn. Mm -hmm. Please, just learn. If you're interested in hair, just learn. Let's stop paying for hair damage. So for me, wigs became a safe place to go to. Right. We have had a few wig tragedies in my time. Okay. But... I went to, shout out to Pax in, in uh, no, not Finsbury Park. No, yeah, near Finsbury Park. Yeah. The Pax that's <laughs> far away. Right. <laughs> Somewhere in North London, not the one in Halsden. But there's a, there's a very nice um, wig shop in Halsden that had a really brilliant guy who was in there as well. Some of these people, if you just ask them, take your time. Don't rush buying the wig. Right. Take your time. Take your time. Try on a few, mm -hmm. take your wig cap and everything, try on a few, go with a friend and, and be honest about how you are looking and right. how the wigs look and tweak them a bit and stuff. And if you are going to buy wigs online, don't buy them from people who are social media famous. Yes. Not hating, but most of those people use hair as a stopgap between training to be engineers and doctors yes. and whatever. And they do their own hair because they're of their own frustrations with their own hairstylists, yeah. which I've had those frustrations. And so I went and I learned and I trained and I wound up becoming something I hadn't intended to become mm -hmm. because there was a need. Right. Um, so you, you need to just go to a person you know. And if you guys know a good wig, wig maker, mm -hmm. again. Reference. Reference. Give them, you know, just, just tell people. Tell yes. people and let's share this knowledge and share this information so that we can all grow together. As for the negative comments, people need to mind their own business. Yes. Do you need to ask me if my hair is my hair? It's on my head, so it's mine. I paid for it, so it's mine. Thank you very much, you know. But again, having said that, people will look at person, is that all your hair? Yeah. Again, it's none of your business. It really is none of our business what somebody... Because, again, hair is more than just hair. It's mm -hmm. a form of expression. Yeah. Sometimes hair is a coping mechanism. 
You know, sometimes people go and you might call what they're doing to their hair crazy. They're dealing with stuff. They don't need you to ask them and do all that. So I wear wigs and I get that. People tell me, you don't need to wear a wig because you've got healthy hair. Or Mm. they don't say healthy hair. They say, you got good hair, you don't need a wig. You got long hair, you don't need a wig. Well, I choose to wear a wig. Not because I my life depends on the wig, but because I need to put my hair away. Yeah. I need to protect my hair. It's quicker for me to to corner on my hair and wear a wig. And there's a safe way of using wigs. There is a safe way of using weaves. Again, with weaves, find a weave Mm Titian. There is a thing called a weave Titian. Ever okay. heard of that, guys? <laughs> hmm. Shout out to Ivy. All the girls in Glasgow, go and see Ivy because Ivy will hook you up. Mm. Ivy does weaves on any color person and she's brilliant. Mm-hmm. Guess why? She trained where I trained mm-hmm. and she's good at it. And if anybody's interested in investing in a wig, there's a girl on, I think she's on Instagram and Facebook who trained where I trained. Right. Her name is Francesca and Francesca has built up she has specialized so we all trained in whatever we trained and mm. we've all chosen our areas of speciality and specialization right. and francesca's is wigs and some of her wigs are now starting to pop up on american tv okay. they're that good they're not going to be cheap but she's good at what she does right. she's invested in herself she flew all the way from australia mm-hmm. to come to the uk to do the, to do the course and learn the correct information. Right. And for those of you who care, uh, Francesca is actually a white girl. Wow. But she can braid black hair because she cares about hair. Right. And she realized that she had friends in Australia. She had clients in Australia. And she thought, let me learn to do mm-hmm. their hair the correct way. I love that. So recommend your stylist to take the course. Right. If your stylist says no, find a new one. <laughs> find a new one. I'm sure World of Braiding and Extensions have got a record of their past Mm. students, call them up and say, look, this is where I live. Do you have somebody you can recommend Mm -hmm. me to? And and stop with the hair damage. And then let's use wigs and weaves correctly. Yeah, definitely. The problem is when we are using them the wrong way. And the other problem is when we judge people for using them. Mm -hmm. You're not a better natural for not wearing a weave or a wig. Right. And you're not a better natural for wearing a weave or a wig. I think that needs to be said. Mm-hmm. People need to understand that. Can we stop judging each other, please? Yeah. Safe space. Let's remember that. Yeah. What is our moment of grace today? Okay, the moment of grace for today. I think aftercare. Be informed. Okay? Make sure you get aftercare. Right. If you are getting a weave, you need to know how to look after it. And also, before you get the weave, is it going to fit in with your lifestyle? Right. Because if... You need access to your scalp. If you need to be washing your hair because you you sweat, you exercise, you work out, you do all this. Does the weave fit into your lifestyle? Mm -hmm. Because braiding patterns will come into this. Aftercare, how are you supposed to look after it so that you can not only look after the weave hair because there's too much nasty weave hairs walking about the streets of London. Y'all need to stop it. You just need to stop with those wigs and those weaves that need to be thrown out. Yeah. Let's tell each other this in a kind way at home. And let's not hold on to things that need to be thrown away. <laughs> she says that she looks at herself and things like, yeah, throw that. Um, so we need more understanding. Yes. We need compassion. We need to accept each other's choices. It's just hair. It's an accessory. To me, wigs, weaves, braids, all these are accessories. They're mm-hmm. toys. 
toys for us, but it's not the be all and end all of our hair. Right. However, we need good information. Your wig should be measured for you, or at least you need to know how to adjust it so it's not tight fitting and damaging your hairline. Right. And some of y'all just need to accept the fact that wigs are not for you. Yeah. Let those go. It's okay. Find something else. It's okay. There's loads of different hairstyles we can still do without going with what's popular. Yes. Fabulous. Thank you guys for listening in. We've given a lot of shout outs in this episode. So what we're going to do Plenty. is on <laughs> as Plenty. we should, we want to do more. Yeah. On our Instagram page, we're going to tag and reference those. So if you're looking yeah. for something we've mentioned today, you'll find it on our Instagram page. Yeah. And also if you know people that you think we need to shout out, let's start to yes. shout them out. Let's just hashtag moment of grace. And let's just add these people and, in you know, let's let's give credit where credit is due. Yes. Let's celebrate each other and let's make sure that we can find the people that we need it's in our necessary. areas. Wherever you may be, if you know somebody, you know, Harare's new Sylvia, you know, any other bloggers that you guys know and love and feel you get good information from, wig makers... Whoever it is, even barbers. Yes. Yes, we need to know good barbers. We need to find barbers right now because we've got (laughs) girls wanting tapered afros and we're struggling to find barbers. So please, guys, let's tag these people and let's celebrate them. Perfect. We'll see you guys next week where we're talking about the relationship between us and our hairstylists. Mm, Juicy. (laughs) Very juicy.